Hello, everyone. You're listening to No Limits, a PlayStation podcast. And on this episode, Sam H. Haney gives us his thoughts on Horizon Burning Shores. Woohoo! everyone my name is taylor and i'm joined by my co-hosts sam and brianna and you're listening to no limits a playstation podcast episode 41 one more than 40 remember you can find the video version of this pod over on youtube.com so i see the game media every tuesday and while you're over there make sure to subscribe to the channel if you'd rather listen to audio we go on all your favorite podcast services and we would love it if you could leave us a review it helps us grow and we would leave leave love any feedback if you want to support us and get early access to all save the game media content Head over to patreon.com slash media and choose the tier that's right for you. Just like our current patrons did. Bucky Blue, Hopple, Alpaca Tom, Amon, Fabulous Brianna, Brianna's mom, Brianna's brother, Brianna's wife, Nikolai Knight, Cypher Primus, Brendan Myers, Marcus O'Neill, Lillian, Mimi J, Snack Network, David Hotright, Dave Harp, the Xbox Expansion Pass. All right. Remember, please go over to our Patreon to check that out. And our Twitter at Save Game Media is also available, and you can interact with us in the Discord. Links are all in the show notes. How are we doing? Pretty good, pretty good, all things considered. Um, you know, I think I think today is going to be a, a good a good one, a good one. There's good stuff to talk about. Um, yeah, I'm 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 feeling feeling ready and, and 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 raring to go, Taylor. Thank you for asking. How are you? Oh, thanks. Good to hear that. How am I? I yeah. don't matter. How are you doing, Bree? You definitely matter. No, he doesn't. Don't tell him that. No. Playing to my self-deprecation. God damn it. <laughs> That's so sad. Um, okay. I'm Life doing is nothing but a cloudy day. Anyway, sorry. Damn. Yeah, I think my this is like total tangent, but you distracted me. This is your fault. Um, I think my favorite thing is I can't remember the term, but there's a, a Japanese term that basically is like life is like basically like the light shining through the leaves where you do have those dark moments, but you kind of get those like brief patches of sunlight like shimmering through the leaves. They're only brief. Yeah, that's true. But it's all darkness. Yeah, that's true. What can you do? Did I mention it's cloudy? Um, it's not in this metaphor, but yes, sure. Anyway. Um, I am doing okay. Uh, there was a lot of drama at work. Um, oh, my God. It was actually pretty bad. Um, oh, no. But um, we made it out the other end, and right. hopefully it will be clear for next week um, because now the CEO is asking that we hire eight people in, like, a month or so. You're about to have to start up in that pay, baby. Wait, did like people just a lot of people just walk out? Can you give us like the no? Tea? We were post like, show. You yeah, I'll tell you post show. Sure. All right. If you want to hear Bree's workplace drama gone wrong in the drama, gone police drama, drama, you can listen to that in the post show. I'll give you a small taste. It did involve HR several times. Oh, HR had to be contacted several times? Yeah. Was there a wiffle ball bat involved? There was not. Close, though. Pinata? Maybe. If you just hit that nail on the head, I I will (laughs) eat my hat. (laughs) Not to make up a story just to force you to eat a hat. I hit a pinata. (laughs) <laughs> play some Viva Pinata. Brie, you would love that game. You oh, would yeah? actually love Viva Pinata. Okay. I'll check maybe it maybe out. Maybe you would I don't know. Check mm. it out and then never finish it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my god. Am I so hold on? This is like this is, has to be said somewhere on a podcast because I was so upset about this. So I was talking to my dad and his girlfriend about like how sometimes like if I get stressed about a show, I'll look up the end of a show. Like so that way, like I like kind of know how it concludes. I, I don't do it do often, that. but every once in a while, like I'll read the last page of a book or I'll like look ahead or whatever. 
mm-hmm. um, like in like TV shows, whatever. Um, <clears throat> my dad's like, yeah, it's not a problem. It's not like you're ever going to finish it anyways. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it was like, dad, you can't say that. Well, not it's a lot worse than Sometimes so the truth sad. hurts, you know. It did hurt. I couldn't stop laughing. I was like shocked Pikachu for a second, and then like I couldn't stop laughing after that. Anyways, that's what happens. You should kick your low points of my week. Oh man. Well, damn. As for me, I guess I should talk about myself. Hmm. Good. I'm almost on Act Two and Ghost of Tsushima. I just wrapped up a very important fight in Back to a character whose name I will DM in our group chat so Sam knows what I'm talking about or where I'm talking about. Oh shit, I'll put in a spoiler tag in case Bree ever plays it. I do know exactly who you're talking about without you even sending it, but. All right, you know what? Fine. I've played all of part one. Send, send it anyway, you know? You're, you're right. committed. Oh, it's, yeah. we mean part. Yeah, Act One. Yeah, this isn't. I think this is the. I think this is the end of Act Two. Granted, I'm on a new mission right now. Oh, that, Act Two. Okay, yeah. No, I haven't played that. Wait, and yeah, so that's going well. At first, I'm like, you know, this story is kind of predictable, and then the end of Act Two happened with this fight, and I'm like, oh wait, actually though, I did look up the ending of Ghost of Shima. So, oh, and then that Act Two <laughs> ending started happening with that fight, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this is getting decent. I forgot I did that. <laughs> like, I don't know. A lot of the story, this might be a hot take, feels like, I don't know, a bit canned where it's like, I must regain my honor from from dismantling my opponents in, uh, well, helping save my kingdom. And uh, there's an expectation I must save, I must restore my honor by not, taking my opponents in stealthily ways, you know, but you're the ghost Sushima, so you have to embrace that. Uh, yeah, so, I, I, so, I, I, I'm with you. I know what you mean. I think I think the, into, into Act 3, there are some st- things that happen okay. that sort of make that a bit more, you know, me- mesh okay. work better. So. All right. But the cinematography, like the way the the production so far is really what's has me intrigued. And also some end of Act I was not expecting Sam. I'll tell you, I wasn't expecting this to happen at the end of Act Two. Mm-hmm. Typing. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't be expecting that either. <laughs> I was expecting that to happen. People haven't played the game. I'm very cage about spoilers, so I could just uh-huh. go rave about it now. But yeah, I'd rather not. Oh, and yeah. should I not play? I shouldn't play Iki Island until I beat the game. Is that correct? Oh God! From what I remember, it doesn't impact it too much. But okay. I think that, like thematically, you'll probably enjoy Iki better if you do it after the end of the campaign. Do it after okay. because you can't leave Iki. So can't well, leave un- until you finished Iki. Yeah, okay. like so you're like stuck. Until you finish it. That was my mistake. That's... Help me, Jim. I'm stuck. You're supposed to say, like, step bro or something. Yeah. Step Jin. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but here we are. Oh, no. <laughs> I just had a really intrusive thought. <laughs> it's okay. But yeah, I'm playing on lethal. So I'm still enjoying that. Damn. Okay. I bet you didn't play on Lethal Sam, did you, huh? Hmm? I didn't. I'm just, I didn't, I'm not that good. Yeah, yeah, that's right. No, there were some duels on, on, there was like at least one duel in a mythic tale that took me, (laughs) took me like 40 minutes. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, should I really keep doing this? In some ways it's like a Souls, but, but not, not that, it's not that extreme. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. I'm debating whether I should finish all this. The not so there's the tales of Sushima, which like with Jin's named friends, which I enjoy. There's also like these unnamed quests where it's just like random helping random people in the in the uh, on the islands or mm-hmm. communities. I'm not sure if I want to do that all of those before I beat the game. Like I surely want to beat all the mythic t- tales and the tales of Sushima, but those unnamed ones, I'm not sure if I want to. 
Yeah, I, I think those two are definitely worth it, but it, it sort of depends on not that it's like completionist cleaning up stuff because there are still interesting things that happen in those minor quests or whatever, but um the the meaty stuff is is what you're focusing on, so. Cool, yeah. Thanks. So, I'm making my way downtown finishing that game or playing that game, not close to finishing, of course. 55 hours in, I'm only that far. That's how I play games. Hey, if if you're gonna take a take it slow and appreciate a game, Tsushima is a it's a pretty good one to pick. So thanks, yeah. So yeah, I've been doing that. Uh, I watched the new Cheers of the Kingdom trailer. Holy hell, it looks. That might be it. Might be the guest the best video game trailer I've ever seen. Wow. Have you guys watched it? I have. Yeah. What do you think, Sam? Um, I'm not really a Zelda person, so it didn't it didn't really do much for me. But I can I could still sort of um, tangentially absorb some of the hype that it was very clearly giving. Yeah. Um, I could tell it was a if I knew that if I was into Zelda, that trailer was going to do like everything for me. Right. Um, like when the saxophone kicked in and it started doing the Breath of the Wild theme, I was like, "Ooh!" Even I don't like Breath of the Wild that much, but Still, I, I could appreciate what it was going for. So, it's a saxophone? I definitely heard a saxophone at some point kick into that trailer. Whether it was, right. it might not have been the part that was actually doing the Breath of the Wild theme section, now that I think about it. But there was definitely a saxophone that kicked in. Playing, playing Careless Whisper? Uh, yeah. Yeah. George Michael came on out. Surprise cameo. Who knew? Rip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, Sam. He's dead. Damn. At least we still have Bowie. You guys ever like found out like years later that somebody passed away? Yeah, that like damn. Apparently, once. Sigmund Freud is dead. Like, what the fuck? When did that happen? <laughs> when did that happen? <laughs> no, one of my favorite authors. Actually, I like didn't know she passed away for like I think four years. <laughs> oh wait, I said the F word. Kev's gonna really kill upset. me. No, he's not. He's gonna kill me. Not if I. Not if I. Uh. It's not worth editing, I promise. I'll say it All as right. well if you want. No. FX box. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Yeah, mm -hmm. you said you said you said Freud, right? Freud. Yeah. Oh yeah, I said Freud. Yeah. That's that's the F word. Yeah. yeah, but Sam Sam, you have some special knowledge you'd like to disperse the community today about horizon burning shories i do i do um uh okay so just i'm gonna contact I'm, I'm gonna need some context from both of you because i'm not I super played zero dawn. you haven't played zero dawn okay so you haven't played any horizon nope i'm a phony brie have you played zero dawn no she hasn't she hasn't even nope. slightly I have played most of it. Okay. What? Okay. But you haven't necessarily finished it. Okay. Okay. As long as she remembers it anyway. Um, I do. <laughs> okay. Oh, come so, on. I'm on my on um, island here. Obviously, we all know the the general synopsis for for what kind of thing it is. Um, mm -hmm. Are are both of you spoiler free on Forbidden West, or do you guys know some stuff that happens in that game? I'm spoiler free on Forbidden. I'm I'm okay. I'm not spoiler equipped. Okay. I'm spoiler free. <laughs> okay. So the, the, that will dictate what I can say here. Um essentially to give a, a very basic spoiler free um overview, it is a in my opinion, an excellent DLC. It's it's not perfect. Um, there are some issues with Horizon, particularly in terms of the gameplay, that is is evidently still present. Um, I think little it's little things. To be fair, it, it's stuff like when Aloy gets knocked down, she stays down on the ground for like so long, and by the time that she starts getting back up, you're not. You, you don't have any invincibility frames, so you can get knocked down straight again. It's like, oh, God's sake. 
little things like that. But that's nitpicking. Overall, it is an excellent addition to the franchise. Um, there are some excellent narrative and lore additions um, that are implemented. Because um, without spoilers, Forbidden West, like the idea of robot dinosaurs is cool in Zero Dawn. Forbidden West goes a little bit wild. Um, like some really wacky, weird stuff starts happening. Um, and they they sort of double down on that in, in Burning Shores. Um, it is... It's reminded me, and I said this to both of you um, in, in Discord, but it's reminded me that Forbidden West is, by quite a margin, the most graphically impressive game I've played. Um, it is... The Decima engine is doing work, let me tell you. Like, I am... Like, I, I, when I was playing Forbidden West, I, I, I realized that it was, you know, very visually impressive. It got a lot of awards for that stuff. But going back, and particularly because this is only a, a PS5 only DLC, it is not available on PS4. Um, they they really taken it up a notch. I am gobs. Even as somebody who plays so many games, I am gobsmacked that games can look this good, that we are at a point where games can look this good. Um, just everything across the board. The voice acting is top-notch. Seika, uh, spoiler-free, Seika is, is the new uh, sort of primary character added in with this DLC. Um, acts as somewhat of a companion to Aloy. And not only is she an excellent character in her own right, but she... The interactions that she has with Aloy um, help to humanize her so much more than she ever has done before. Because uh, a general critique, a critique that comes at Horizon is that Aloy is kind of like a nothing character. Um, she's very sassy, very snarky, but at the end of the day, she doesn't really have a lot of actual personality beyond that. Seika doesn't fully resolve it, but she really opens Aloy up as a character in, in really um, interesting and compelling ways. Um, and again, no spoilers, but I'm going to say that the final boss of Burning Shores is, again, recency bias might be a thing here, but I've racked my brain since finishing it a few days ago. And I, I genuinely think from both a visual and gameplay mechanic perspective, the final boss of Burning Shores is the best final boss I've ever experienced. Um, I would urge people who haven't gone and watched all of the Burning Shores trailers, don't watch them, because technically the final boss is kind of shown in, in at least a couple of those trailers. Um, so just if you're planning on playing it, if uh, you are partway through Forbidden West or like you guys are yet to start it, just hold off. Know that it will be worth the wait. It is remarkable, genuinely breathtaking. Um, that sounds very hyperbolic, but once you get there, whenever you guys get there, if you guys get there, <laughs> um, it is... I... Forbidden West ends on not a bad note, but ends on a cliffhanger that very clearly sets up the next Horizon game. Um, and some people felt underwhelmed by that, that ending. This is like, I cannot wait to see what Horizon 3 is going to be, if this is even slightly indicative of what they can accomplish. It, it's insane. It's It's legitimately insane. Um, that's, I've rambled a little bit there, but it's, it's something that is hard to explain without spoilers, but it is more horizon. If you're just looking for that, it, it's a good time. Uh, it looks and plays great. I've had no technical issues. It is run at a flawless 60. Um, and yeah, it's the best horizon has been thus far. Wow. Yeah. Maybe I should finally play the complete edition that PlayStation gave me for free. Yeah, you know, maybe not maybe just PS Plus. Like they gave the complete edition of the first game completely away during um, the Play at Home initiative. 
they did indeed and just to clarify because some people might be confused i've seen there's some confusion to in order to play burning shores you actually have to fully complete forbidden west you cannot you cannot begin it unless you have finished the, the final story. mission of forbidden okay. west and there is some people might be like oh for god's sake that sounds like homework to be able to get to this new content but there are legitimate narrative reasons that you just there is no way you can play burning shores and one understand what's going on but mm -hmm. two again forbidden west gets really weird um so you're going to be like you're going to have whiplash if you go straight from the end of zero dawn into burning shores you would be almost like playing two different games so um yeah i i thoroughly recommend it um, if you don't enjoy horizons gameplay this isn't going to change it for you but it is it is remarkable in my opinion i assume you platinumed zero dawn and forbidden west of course of course and burning shores uh i have I, there, there, are, there is no platinum um there are oh. trophies associated with it oh um because it's not it's not standalone like as i say you have you have to own uh forbidden west in order to play it um oh, but like Blood so there Blood are by the old hunters and it has a separate trophy list but you can't play it unless you own the main game that's that's true i suppose i guess it's down to the discretion of the, the developer. of the developers but I, I i would still say as much as there is great narrative content here there isn't quite enough i would say to not the a platinum needs that kind of justification but i finished the main story doing a little bit of the side stuff beforehand in about seven hours i'd say um so it's not it's not super long okay um especially if you main path it you could probably get it done in like four hours maybe um but you can there's still plenty to do after you finish the the storyline of burning shores so I have not 100% Burning Shores. I probably won't because there are some really weird trophies and a couple of them seem to be glitched for me because I did a couple of things out of order and it seems to have messed with it. But I imagine that we patched. It might even be patched by the time that this video goes live. Um, but I'm, I'm, I think I got my fill. I'm not going to go for the 100%. Um, if it had a platinum, I probably would. But, you know, I've got other things to be playing. So, you know, that, that's, that's me. That's Burning Shores. Well, glowing review. Mm. I will eventually get to it at some Maybe. point. Although it does require me to beat two games. Right. <laughs> that's an issue. <laughs> Sam, do you, um, hey, do you recommend a recommendation? Do you recommend playing? Oh, wait. Sorry, I interrupted you, Brie. No, I didn't have anything. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Do you recommend playing Zero Dawn and or Forbidden West on their normal difficulties or their harder difficulties? Or how does how do those games handle, or, or maybe for Burning Shores, how do those games handle difficulty levels? Um, I, I think it. my answer will vary depending on your level of competence with third-person action games. Oh, well, I'm pretty um, confident. I, I'm, I'm then mm. I, I would I would say it's weird because Horizon is it's it's really hard to explain unless you've played it. Okay. But even even though it is a third person action game, and you think that there is is crossover with other third person action games, and there is the the uh, equipment set, the the weapons and the tools that you have available to you. Um, in Horizon are very specific and it means that especially in Zero Dawn you are very limited in the way in which you can approach encounters so unless you are particularly good at that form of approach um, which is being very mobile using the quick menu to switch between weapons on the fly crafting ammo taking pot shots in, in sort of split second timings when a certain vulnerable section of a robot becomes visible um if you if you're good at that i would say it's worth ratcheting up the difficulty maybe not to like the top top but go for like a harder sort of uh um i don't know what the god of war equivalent was because it's not give me god of war yeah so i used i did give me a challenge when i played god of war 
yeah so whatever like not super hard but hard would be um, okay. I, I'm, I'm not sure what it, it might just be hard. Mm -hmm. there's a um, there's a difficulties normal easy normal hard hardest the hard one i would mm -hmm. say so um yeah. but i think i think horizon is particularly because your equipment sort of <laughs> upgrades as you go along it might be kind of weird to some people but i have with both zero dawn and particularly forbidden west because forbidden west is a harder game just by default um mm. i think fluctuating difficulties is fine um sort of okay. maybe to begin sure. with when your your tool set is slightly more limited being on a easier difficulty and then once you have more stuff available to you and the type of machines and enemies that you are encountering start becoming more complex encounters maybe then you ratchet up the difficulty once you've got the hang of things a bit more gotcha all right thanks for the rundown welcome awesome so yeah cool and so yeah getting on to some of the news this week i guess moving forward we're gonna have more of an correct me if i'm wrong brie but we're gonna have more of an abbreviated New segment going forward talking about usually the bigger stories rather no, than this is just all of the stories i could find i oh. wasn't planning on shortening our news section at all and i don't think we should okay um but i like literally couldn't find anything else i went through all of my normal places so yeah fair so enough. i said there if was... i missed something let me know because there's only six it wasn't that much including the review week. but mm -hmm. starting off playstation has acquired Firewalk Studios, who the link loads. I believe they made. They no. have yet to make anything. No, never mind. I'm thinking of, for some reason I thought of Firewatch, which is not Firewalk. Yeah, and there's Wait. Fire Sprite as well, which is the VR studio. So it gets getting confusing. There are too many oh, yeah. fire things. Breathe. The link is broken for this story. Just as HTTP hmm. link. Well, just copy here. I'll get it for you. You know what? Hold no, on, just I'll one second, Taylor. No, I got it. Vamp. I got Vamp. it. Okay, get it then. Okay, so yeah, PlayStation acquired Firewalk Studios, the team who's developing quote the AAA multiplayer game for place or now for PlayStation. Um, PlayStation um, announced, and the company announced on a new PlayStation blog noting that it's been in a publishing partnership with Firewalk and um, probably Monsters since 2021, and that they're now happy to expand their relationship by bringing, into the, bringing the studio under the PlayStation umbrella. Um, and it sounds like its development on this AAA multiplayer game will continue. Quote, since announcing our publishing um, partnership with probably Monsters and Firewalk in 2021, we continue to be impressed by the team's ambitions to build a modern multiplayer game that connects players in new and innovative ways ways end quote um herman holst who's the head of playstation um writes also wrote in the blog that quote the studio shares their passion shares our passion for creating inspiring worlds grounded in exceptional gameplay they want to continue to invest in their mission we're excited to bring their technical and creative expertise to playstation studios to help grow our live service operations and deliver something truly special for gamers end quote there is no price mentions of the acquisition um and yeah so this happened and it's cool i guess i wish i knew more about what they were making but yeah another acquisition for sony for live service games right so trying to weather whatever storm that might may come from uh somehow decreased call of duty foot traffic if the game is less profitable in playstation even though microsoft committed to bring it there anyway like Destiny 2, more live service stuff. What do you guys think? It's 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 a bit of a a blank slate at the minute. Um, but I think it's something that we see PlayStation continue to do where they partner with studios and years later they then not all the time, but more often than not, end up acquiring them. Um, and it's clear that whilst they might very well be impressed by whatever title they are developing, I'm sure they are, um, 
it, it's indicative of their continued focus on talent acquisition as opposed to IP acquisition. Um, you know, we've seen it with Haven as well recently. Haven haven't put out a game yet. They are also working on a AAA multiplayer title, um, but they were acquired. And that's obviously um, Jade Raymond from Assassin's Creed heading that studio. And this this firewalk is comprised of uh, Bungie devs or ex Bungie devs, a few ex Activision employees who were were heads on on Call of Duty at one point or another. So you would assume it's probably an FPS of of some form. Um, yeah, I, I think it's good. I'm I'm glad to see that PlayStation aren't just you know, not to not to attack Xbox, but aren't just going, oh God, quick panic. We've got to buy up as much IP from random publishers or even just buy the publisher outright. They are focusing on, for the most part, smaller teams um, and saying, hey, we like what you guys are doing. We'll bring you in-house rather than going, we need to have this particular franchise under our umbrella. Not the PlayStation don't do that, to clarify, because of course they do. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm glad to see it. I I look forward to seeing whatever they're working on. I imagine it's probably coming sooner rather than later as well, because um, this studio formed in 2018. So if they've been working on a game since then and have partnered in in 2021, we could see this game by the end of the year, maybe. Mm. My guess would probably be next year. Probably, yeah, probably. We can dream. Mm -hmm. For sure. Not that I'm really looking for first-person shooters. It, Especially to, multiplayer. To clear, it might not be, but... Uh, it probably is. It probably, it probably <laughs> yeah. is. It probably is. AAA multiplayer de like, developed by, like... Bungie and Call Bungie of Duty Bungie and, yeah. Yeah. I mean... Must you be. never know. Hi-Fi Rush came know. from Tango Gameworks. You know, devs have, have range. But That's true. They absolutely do. Respawn makes Fallen Order. Yes. That and is Survivor. Right. Yeah. yeah. We have Survivor and Fantasy. Yeah, and we counterpicked Pikmin 4. Don't get to stop getting okay, hung you know up what? on that. It's okay. You know what yeah. my favorite thing that happened this week was? I can't even remember what game it was. Taylor was like, hey, can you guys like pick up this game? And I was like, we have it. Oh yeah, it was Oxenfree. Yeah, Oxenfree yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, there we yeah. go. Uh, it was like I think the too. fifth game we picked or something like that. What? Uh oh. Drew One it. of the more low-profile titles, to be fair. It wasn't like a mega blockbuster. Oh, it was. Though, it but... was mega blockbuster in my mind. Hey, don't get me wrong. I I love Oxenfree. That's why it was high on my list as well. But it was on Toff's list. I'm pretty sure my PlayStation 4 theme right now is the oxen free theme. Yeah. I sold my PS4 Good. to a friend when I got my PS5. What? My PS4 is right there. It's like right in front what of you. What are you? What? <laughs> You're in trouble. Chastising I don't know what you did. You <laughs> PS4. Yeah. Well, there we go. Yeah. But that has to yeah. be it for sure. Yep. Toph could have used the PS4 as a bed. How dare you? <laughs> It, it it does emit it would have emitted a lot of heat. She probably would have clogged the fan vents though. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. fine. Um, okay. So next story here. PlayStation has significantly inc uh, increased Steam game prices in some countries. Um, as first spotted by reset era user chain chairman Chuck. Sure. <laughs> The prices of Sackboy, Big Adventure, and Returnal have been increased this week in countries including Argentina, Canada, Chile, China, um, Colombia, Japan, and South Korea. Um, VGC has verified these prices using Steam database and found that other PlayStation titles, including God of War and Spider-Man Remastered, have received similar price increases. The price increase varies by country and title. In Canada, the price of all four games have been upped by $10, representing 145 to 17% increase based on the starting price. Um, in Sony's home country of Japan, the prices have been uh, risen or have risen uh, by between approximately 29 to 32.5%. Argentina appears to be by far the most heavily affected by the price increase. Um, God of War's price has more than doubled this week. 
um, from 4,199 pesos to 8,499 pesos. Uh, the cost of Spider-Man Remastered has also doubled, doubled, excuse me, while the prices of Sackboy and Returnal have risen by 67%. Um, no comment yet from Sony. God, gotta hate this company. Oh my God, why? Why would they do this? Those are some really big price increases. Yeah. That's what happens when there's no competition because all the other people, I mean, Xbox, are so incompetent that Sony feel that they can do this. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I love PlayStation. Of course we do. But it's like you saw it with PS3. They were riding so high off the PS2 generation that they started making what they thought were lucrative business decisions that were just stupid and ultimately ended up right. harming the company. And it's stuff like this that is not obviously a one-to-one, but a, a version of that. Um, unless there is some really weird logistical reason why they had to do this, but I don't think they did. Right. No. Yeah. For, the, for those who don't remember, the PS3's original price in the United States for their 20 gigabyte model was 500 US dollars. In 2000, like, in 2005, I believe. Um, and their 60 gigabyte model was 600 US dollars almost 20 years ago as well. Toff yeah. knows. Yeah, meow. Um, <laughs> She's so, cute. so, yeah, PlayStation historically, sorry, it was November, sorry, it was November 2006. Still, that's, well, if you want to include pastures inflation, that might as well be over a grand at this point. So, mm. yeah, PlayStation and pricing, historically, not a great precedent. And this is concerning. Yeah, I know tough it is. So, because the the only vaguely logical explanation for this is that for some reason they want to hike PC PlayStation ports in price to disincentivize players from purchasing it on PC, and instead coming into the PlayStation ecosystem itself. But I don't. But think even then. I mean, it, it makes sense. Like that, that is somewhat sound logic in terms of like, if you want to find ways to get people into the ecosystem that wouldn't otherwise, you just hike up the prices. I mean, it's a stupid decision, but it makes sense in terms of this begets this, begets this. But even then, you would have to purchase a PS5, which in and of itself is a massive commitment financially. Um, so it's like, well, yeah, just I don't get it. I don't get it. The two things that I can think of is one, they're upping the cost because it technically, quote unquote, costs them more to have ported it to PC because they had to. That's the one thing I can think of. The only other thing I can think of is that we already had our price increase, right? The 60 to 70 for mainline games. I wonder if those never translated into the other countries. Like, I wonder if they just left it and now they're finally like fixing it. But, but I don't know that for sure. All, like, I'm just these... speculating. Are these price in- increases just exclusive to the PC versions? Because if if it was the case that the prices hadn't translated so. over to those regions, it, you'd think there would be parity with the console versions as well. That, like that. Yeah, I guess that doesn't make sense. And yeah, you're right. No, I think it is just the PC versions. So yeah, very weird. Very mm-hmm. weird. Unless there is like again, then there might be. I'm I'm trying to give PlayStation the benefit of the doubt. But there might be something where in in some of these regions there are higher, um, you know, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? It could be just like an entertainment cost thing. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, but like I, the, the, the increase seems extortionate in that regard. Yeah, no, it definitely does. I would say, like, let's just call it PlayStation's being shitty, and that's fine. Like, Probably. It's not Probably. fine, but, like, what are we going to do? <laughs> so we'll just call it PlayStation's being poopy. God damn it. Mm-hmm. You couldn't just stay on top of the market. You had to go and screw it up, didn't you? You had to go and screw it up. They really like doing that. They do. They get too comfortable. That's the issue. They do. I feel like it's not even like a comfort thing because if they like, if they were to like settle in, like 
and be like, yeah, you know, we're doing really well. Like, this is a good place to be. Like, I think it'd be fine. But it's like, yeah, we're doing well. So now I'm going to be super cocky about it. Well, that's it. That, But that sort of comes with comfort. Because if they weren't comfortable where they are in the market, they wouldn't feel the... Um, yeah the the security in making these kind of decisions Oops, and it, it seems so like short-sighted as well like surely you want to be playing the long game like, you're making so much money it's not listed as a news story here but i'm pretty sure i read that um in terms of lifetime sales if you line up with when the console launched ps5 has now exceeded the ps4 in terms of sales where they were at, at this point in the, in the mm -hmm. life cycle so it's like the PS5 is doing even better in terms of sales than the PS4 was, and the PS4 was a behemoth. So you're already arguably or seemingly making more money than ever before, and yet now is the time that you're like, you know what? We can nickel and dime people even more. It's like, what? Yeah. Anyway, next, next news story. Humanity will be available day one as a PlayStation Plus game catalog title and will launch May 16th. So just under a month, everybody. Um, it will be available at no extra cost to PlayStation Plus extra and premium members, again, on that May 16th release date. Um, what is humanity, you may be wondering? That is a very good question. Um, even the description I'm not doesn't help. <laughs> no. No. Uh, <laughs> The best that I can find is that it is an action platforming and puzzle strategizing game coming from Enhance. Um, Enhance, if people aren't aware, are the studio that did such titles as Tetris Effect, um, which I will go as far as to say is one of the best games ever made. So, you know... Oh, I found the description here. In humanity, you control a glowing Shiva Inu, placing commands on the ground for a giant horde of people to follow. <laughs> it's it's super weird. It's super weird. <laughs> Looks very unique. I'll give it that. It's so cute. Um, I speaking of, of you know coming from uh, Tetris Effect, which again I will herald as is one of the most transformative gaming experiences I've ever had. With or um, without the help of cannabis? Without. Wow. To be fair, I, I I specifically did play PSVR, which I think is the definitive way to, to play Tetris Effect. It, it's a good game on a, on a flat TV screen, but in VR, that game is, is something incredibly special. Um, and I don't even like Tetris. So, you know, there's that. This game, of course, they doesn't appeal to me quite the same way. Um, it could be hiding something really interesting. I'm sure it is. You're probably going to platinum it anyways. Uh, you know, I, I... Don't lie. I will neither confirm nor deny. I, <laughs> it's it, free. It you know you're going to download it. Will I will. I will be downloading and playing it. That's for sure. But free real estate. Depending on the uh, on the trophy list, uh, I may or may not go for the hundred percent. Um, Honestly, it looks really cute and fun. Yeah, like again, this isn't the point of the thing, but like Tetris effects, platinum, no chance. It's just never going to happen. Ridiculously mm -hmm. hard. Um, but hey, this one, this one has a Shiba, so. You know, Shiba Inus are so cute. The glowing Shiba. So it's like, yeah, because he passed away. Don't say that. That's what it says. It says that he doesn't remember his last life. Oh. <laughs> well. Well, th there you go, folks. It's, 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 he yeah. plays a dead dog. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. John Wick's dog, also right. known as Doge. That would that would be a twist. John Wick's dog plays John Wick's dog. Then you go and that would be a twist. Take out and humanity. That's you know. I think you've actually nailed it because if this is a dog that's died, then obviously that correlates with John Wick's dog. Spoilers. But if you are guiding all of these hordes of people, you are guiding all of the people that John Wick has killed in your name into the afterlife. I think that's that's actually mm. what's going on here. You know, I had to be so, so honest. This, 
This game kind of reminds me. So there's a game called Kids, and it kind of reminds me of that game. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. Don't, don't. <laughs> it Just... kind of does. <laughs> You've I'm ruined it for me. You've ruined it for me. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it it's just a very weird visual visually game in terms of the yeah. sort of style it's going for, the vibe. It's what I would expect from the devs, honestly, to an extent. Mm -hmm. But this is this is a new level of weird. If it has a soundtrack, like if it has a good soundtrack, I'm so in. Like if it has like a Katamari Thomas soundtrack, I'm like so in. <laughs> See, like Tetris Effect has an excellent soundtrack, but this this kind of strikes me as the game where the mute where where the music would be quite minimal. Yeah, probably you know, will sort be of quite sort of chimey, plinky plonky, sort of you know very plinky plonky, okay, singular keyboards, notes, that kind of thing. <laughs> plinky plonky is the technical term. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> In all of my years doing music, I never heard it. Well, wow, Bloodborne in the crazy. research hall, they say plip plop, plip plop. There you go. It's one of the most chilling things ever. Re please play the old hunters. It's it's not gonna happen. You just just it's not don't don't even set yourself up for disappointment, Taylor. It's not gonna happen. Actually, I you need to rebuy PS4. Secretary. All right. I, I need to rebuy PS4 to download Lance's Lance McDonald's Bloodborne 60 FPS patch. That's what I need to do. Mm. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not paying no. 200 bucks for a 60 FPS Bloodborne. Am I? I don't no, know. no, I'm not. We're waiting for Bloodborne too. Nope, waiting for a 60 FPS remaster. That won't happen. No. Anyway, we're not doing, we're not doing Bloodborne two anymore. All right, we're, not, we're off that topic. All right. Oh. Um. Bree, do you want do you want to talk yeah. about you want to talk uh, talk about Harry? I'm not going to do that. You, you I promise talk. you right now, I will not be doing that. You want Fresh out of Hogwarts, that. ladies and gentlemen. Look at him. Harry Potter. I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of things that I'll do for comedy. <laughs> Accents is not one. Harry Pooper. Um, so Harry Potter Quidditch Champions <laughs> announced. Um, testing signups are now open. The playtests have already started as of the time of recording, April 21st. Um, Warner Brother Games have announced a standalone uh, Quidditch experience called Harry Potter Quidditch Champions. Um, according to the game's FAQ page, it will allow players to partake in the Wizarding World's iconic sport and quote other broomstick adventures alongside friends in competitive multiplayer settings. Um, playing the game requires constant internet connection, hence Warner Brothers brothers games uh is holding a limited playtest for people to try out the new harry potter trial what title i skipped i didn't finish reading anyways <laughs> sorry <laughs> during the playtest you can either play the game by yourself or you can team up with friends and other people online you'll also be able to create and customize your character to your liking um quidditch champions has been in development for several years at unbroken studios uh, which is also lending a hand in developing suicide squad um, Warner Brother released the following statement about uh, Quidditch Champions' connection to the Harry Potter franchise alongside Portkey Games, which is publishing the game. Uh, while Portkey Games are not direct adaptations of the books and films, the games are firmly rooted in the magical universe of the Wizarding World. Uh, while remaining true to J.K. Rowling's original vision, Portkey Game developers chart new territory by creating fresh ways for fans to immerse themselves in the Wizarding World. Um, yeah, that's about it. You can sign up for the playtest on the official Quidditch Champion website if you wish to get a first look. To learn more about the game, you can join the game's Discord server. Um, great, I know you doesn't so look like there's an end brief. date. Um, I mean, I think if I had people to play it with, I would be happy to play it, but it's multiplayer and I'm not just gonna play by myself, so yeah, yeah, you are. No. How about this? I'll play with you. But then so you can but I won't do anything. So then you'll be playing by yourself. But also being like So you're gonna just Harry troll the game or I don't care about Harry Potter. What am I what am I saying? <laughs> hey Harry Paul. Uh 
It's getting better each time you do it. So let's, <laughs> let's, let's keep this ball rolling. You have to do it like McGonagall, though. <laughs> He's McGonagall. <laughs> I'm glad that you don't know because that would have been too much for me. Good old Maggie like Smith. <laughs> I love her. The way she says his name is just the best. The actress, the actress who plays her is still alive. Oh my god! Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh yeah, she, she looks even older. Yeah, that's, who would have guessed? What happens? <laughs> who would have guessed? Yeah. Breaking news: The longer you live, the older you look. Unless you are Keanu Reeves, who stopped aging since about 2010. Uh, um, oh yeah, okay. Since no, the first John Wick, he hasn't looked different at all. Yeah, yeah. I, was, oh, I thought you were just gonna say like ever. What I was if like, he's well, secretly he a vampire? Like Matrix John Wick. I want to see Renfield. Speaking of that, of vampires, wouldn't that no, be Renfield. so much better if Keanu was was Dracula in that film instead? Like he he, he make a great Dracula. He's Dracula in real life. Say, so I'm Dracula. Yeah. Or, yes. Yeah. Or he'd say, uh, what's a good quote from the first movie? You can, no, you can let me suck your blood or you can go, I forget what he says, something alongside him. And Willem Dafoe does the thing and then boom, boom, boom. And this is a slight spoiler. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. I know Kung Fu. Very long. And how to suck blood. I know Kung yeah. Fu and how to suck blood. <sighs> I want his car. Anyway, uh, for the last story this week on this, the lightest news week since a previous moment in time, uh, Diablo 4 has gone gold. So if people don't know what this means, <clears throat> this means the game is the first build of the game is complete and ready to be sent out to manufacture via disc or the first version of the game that would be on Steam. Of course, by release day, as with many games, probably yeah, new game one patch. Yeah. But anyway, the game is set to arrive on, this at least means, right, no more delays. So the game is set to arrive mm-hmm. on um, PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. It's weird that the iGen article says plus PC. PC is the primary platform for Diablo 4. Make no mistake about it. And while it's good to go for launch, Blizzard plans to continue up, update, continue plans to continue update, continually update the always online game with various content updates over the next several years. Fans recently got to explore the game's revamped take on Sanctuary for themselves in two back-to-back weekend open betas in March, letting them taste a big slice of the now finished pie. So, quote, going gold is a landmark milestone for the incredible Diablo 4 team who have all worked so hard crafting the next generation installment of this iconic franchise. Um, this comes from Rod, Rod Ferguson, who's the general manager of Diablo. So, yes, I, I forgot. Are either you guys playing this? I feel like Bree said she was. And if you are, which platform? I haven't decided which platform, and I will play if I have people to play with. Otherwise, I will not be playing. Wow. I I tried Diablo 3 Reaper of Souls, or Diablo 3 with the Reaper of Souls DLC, that version. And I played it on a little bit on console, but I just... I don't know if Diablo's my cup of tea. Like, I don't... I never really understood the end goal of Diablo. Is it just... Sorry, is it Diablo or Diablo? Diablo? I don't want to pull Super Mario here. So it's, well, I'm going to say Diablo from now on. Okay. Diablo. <laughs> I'm pretty sure also in Spanish you would say Diablo. And that is mm-hmm. the origin of the word for devil. So anyway... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I never. What? So it's really the end goal of Diablo. I'm going to sound like a real noob here, Diablo fan. So please don't, you know, come after me. Unless, anyway, um, is the end goal of Diablo just to you know get your level cap, get your level cap by like the end of the season, and then like do it again, and then like try it with different characters? Like I don't quite understand well, what is the goal of Diablo as as you for you the player. I would say the end goal is to have fun. <laughs> just kidding what is the discrete mission i'm accomplishing i need i need i need an objective no yeah um 
I don't know if I 100% understand it myself, but essentially, like, the way that, like, Diablo, like, Diablo 3 plays is that you are just kind of following along with the story with your friends. You're unlocking, like, you have, like, a skill tree, so you're, like, unlocking abilities, um, going through dungeons. It's just kind of, it's, it's almost, it's almost like a bullet hell game, but, like, not. It's like Borderlands. In a sense, where you have a narrative that you that. go through, where you progressively get stronger, and there is an end point to the story, but you can continually go back to grind certain areas and get better gear and do stuff. You know, there are raids that happen, like there would be in other online games, like World of Warcraft or something. You know, something like that, mm-hmm. where with each update, there's there's new areas or zones or levels that you can partake in. Um, classes to play with unique abilities that kind of thing and i mean i I could be wrong but i think i understand what diablo is um on on a base level i mean it's not for me i won't be playing diablo 4 put it that way but i think that that's the gist Mm -hmm. yeah i just searched it and found on reddit a good post where someone said what is the point of diablo and someone here um the top comment says kill diablo Preferences, taste, etc. Ask myself the question: Who play um, competitive games? Who plays competitive games like League or COD, etc.? Why spend hours on a game where you need teamwork and don't have a constant stable um, and enemies? Duty versus the other. And those fans of those types of games like COD, League of Legends, they'll tell me that they enjoy the player input from enemies, not smarting them. So some people ask me why I like turn-based games because they don't allow you. They don't like how you usually don't control your character precisely. Simple. I can take my time thinking over my strategies, calculating numbers, and choosing the best possible path, which isn't for everyone, and that's fine. So where where that leaves Diablo and other action RPGs for that matter? For me, game, it's gameplay and progression. We make a fresh week character try to push this character to its absolute maximum by getting levels and gear. There's always a better gear until you've rolled perfect stats. There's always an extra rank and gem level to up your damage numbers, and there's always a different, greater rift where everything lines up and you can um, clear a new greater rift level. It's the gameplay and progression that I get without interference from a human. Everything in the game has its programmed behavior. Every skill has his, has its programmed damage and area. It gives me everything that makes my character stronger and constant numbers that will not change. Naturally, to get that high, I'll need to put in a number of hours to get my gear and stats up to that level. And with seasons, you have the benefit of everyone starting at the same time in a new season at the same power. It's then a race to the top and keeping your place there which you won't do unless you put in hours, which requires grinding. And that can be set for all games where there's some sort of a ranking. Shooters and MOBAs will have to grind on matches two for points so they can stay up top. The difference is that Diablo is grinding against programmed enemies and not against fellow humans. So you find yourself asking the question, why put in hours in a play versus environment game? That's when it's not the question you should be asking and you should be trying to enjoy those hours or why you should try to put in those hours. It's a question whether or not this type of gamer genre is enjoyable to you. And it's fine to see the point um, or dislike it because that's your personal preference. It's the same as why people play Diablo or play other games. They just simply like playing it. So other than the general, I think this was a good post now, other than the general thing of I like, I like game, game, give me dopamine. It's that constant progression against mm-hmm. not. And that's, this is actually a bit attractive for me, guys. One of my biggest pet peeves with like multiplayer games was I just didn't like playing against people. Like I would boot up, Black Ops One just play against bots on Nuketown. <laughs> um, so maybe maybe Diablo is for me. I don't know, but maybe I'll, maybe I will give it a shot. But Final Fantasy comes out like two weeks later. <laughs> what are we supposed to do? First world problems. Mm-hmm. Um, somehow find a way to halt time but also still be able to play video games this is called the hyperbolic time chamber it's already been realized in dragon ball z i suggest you watch that show i'm not going to please I'm tell you that right please. now no there are so many other anime that are so oh my god okay and i just okay. am not going to. anyway what'll probably actually happen is i hardline but damn diablo comes out before that'll be tough waiting two weeks and not not purchasing the game but Probably try to hardline Final Fantasy 16. You will have stuff to do, like in between, like those, like in those two weeks. Like, oh, yeah, I'll have stuff. Breath of, either, or, either Tears of, of the, the Kingdom, Kingdom is still yeah. hitting first. So, oh my goodness, Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> Spider Man in September, allegedly. Allegedly. 
It's coming in September. You know it is. We know it is. We all know it. Allegedly. Just to confirm a choice, Jim Ryan. Okay. So, we are at an hour. Uh, and we finished Actually, the story. Actually, we cut it this early and not, and not do Limitless and go to the post show? We're we still doing Limitless. That's what I was about to ask. <laughs> do you want to do a, a small Limitless or do you want to just cut and go? One, one Limitless question, right? And then post show. Okay. What question would you guys want to answer? Um, let Sam pick. No, I, I'm open to anything. <laughs> All right, Sam pick. It's in Comic Sans for you. With Comic a bunch Sam's. of different fonts. I mean, not fonts, uh, sizes. What franchise would you enjoy seeing adapted into a Lego game? Huh? All right. Hmm. That's a good question. I don't know. I have two answers. Wow. All right, go first. Um, I know that technically the licensing would be a nightmare, but in terms of thematic, you know, in, in Lego games, you are um, collecting studs, collecting characters to add to your playable character roster. Um, I think a Lego Pokemon title would be pretty uh, chef's kiss. That would be solid. Um, That's a really good choice. A, a sort of linear, semi-linear or semi-open world game that lets you have encounters with Pokemon and catch them. They each have unique abilities, Ooh. like different Lego characters do. Um, that, or um, thinking along the lines of like a Skywalker saga type thing, where it's more of a collection um, that, that spans a, a series of products, films, TV show, episodes, whatever. Um, I think something like Disney slash Pixar, I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. Mm -hmm. um, but one that I've always thought of that would work, even before I saw this, I've thought about this for years. But specifically, like a Lego Toy Story game, I think would be, um, again, very thematically um, succinct and, and sort of not succinct. What the hell am I talking about? Um, very on point thematically. That's what I'm getting at. Um, where you could have obviously massive environments like Andy's room, but you are to the scale of a, of a minifigure and you're going around doing things and you could maybe even now that I'm thinking about it, not only have it be a reenactment of the films as, as most Lego games do, but you could even have like an additional narrative segment where you are just a Lego minifigure in Andy's room and you interact with other toys like Woody and bars and stuff. Um, I think that could be cool as well. Not that Lego games do that very often, where they tend to have like original stories. Some do, but most don't. Um, but I think that that could work. So one of those two, I think, would be would be my choice. Hmm. Last of Us. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, just because I think it'd be crazy off the wall. I think it'd be kind of fun to do like a Kingdom Hearts game. <laughs> Like a Lego Kingdom Hearts game because then you could have all of like the Final Fantasy characters as Legos as well as all of the Disney like little tiny worlds um, and Legos. Mm -hmm. I think that would be, uh, like I said, off the wall a little bit, but I think it'd be fun. Um, I don't think I really have anything else. Um, I would say, well, so I would maybe say like My Hero Academia, but it would very much have to be like a special like spin-off story because they couldn't follow the main story with that. Um, I feel like something like My Neighbor Totoro would be fun. Something like one of the Ghibli films, Spirited Away, something Ooh, like that. Nice. That would never happen, but it would be fun. Yeah. I think Pokemon was the ultimate answer though. Hmm. All right. I'm going to say John Wick. It would be funny to see them. Ow, ow, ow. ow. It would, like, what would they do with the dog? Like, you took. And <laughs> like, get a fight? Where it's yeah. like, you tranquilized my dog. Yeah. Now I have to put you in prison. And then it's like Lego City. <laughs> yeah. Then it's a little, almost seems like a spinoff of Lego City Undercover. Mm. 
or he could just do the Batman angle. We're not going to kill. We're just going to, you know, break your spine and put and make you immobile for the rest of your life. But it's okay because yeah. you're still not dead. Have you guys ever seen like the whole thing that's like, oh, would you love me if I was a worm or whatever? No. And I mean, oh, like, like, the answer is no. Like if someone asked me that, I know I wouldn't. Oh, I'd stop, okay. I'd chop them in half. That's this too. You're gonna get in trouble with that answer. I'm gonna tell you right now. If your significant other ever asks you that, you need to say yes. <laughs> it's the only correct answer. It is a trick question. Chop them in fourths. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> what? Anyways, hey. where I was going with this is like, <laughs> like what would you do if you became a Lego? <laughs> if I became a Lego, I would take off my Lego head and be like, "This is cool," because their parts are modular. Right. yeah that's true what i'd also get really pissed off that my hand was just basically but all of a, this is like lego stuff like fits in the little like i know but like, then you have no opposable thumbs you can just do this with your with your hand so what i do is i would yeah. i would go down to the kitchen of of <laughs> the the house that my owner lives in and I grab like a, a, a relatively large kitchen knife. I'd hold it to them. And I'd be like, look, you are going to buy me the most <laughs> expensive modular Lego house to live in or else. <gasps> Rivendell. This is, the, this is one step away from Chucky. Well, precisely, right? But, so they're scared of me. So they do my bidding. And then I get to go and have fun in lots of different the IP themed Lego sets. That's you can also do, do the Hogwarts set too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the two that I actually want to buy. That's probably why I said those. Anyways. Yeah. Someday I'll have space. Nice. All right. So now I think we're going to end things before we move on to the post show where Bree talks about some real drama in the Real world. drama. Gone. Gone. So it has to do with a pinata stick too. Okay. Gone pinata. And the Viva. Anyway, thank you all so much for listening. You can find us on YouTube.com over at Save the Game Media or Twitter at Save Game Media. And don't forget to check out the Discord. If you want to hang out, links are all in the description for the Discord as well. Um, I just said that, but Discord times three. So where can mm -hmm. people find you, Sam? People can find me on Twitter at Sam Heaney. That is H-E-A-N-E-Y. Oh, that was a new one. <laughs> you can find me at Fabulous Brianna, F-A-B-U-L-I-S-T-B-R-E-A-N-N-A. -N -N -A. Taylor? You can find Taylor on the Discord. He's nope. TPR on the Discord. You can find me on the Discord. Or on... Or MySpace. Mastodon? What was it called? Yeah. Or... Make Can sure. people find you on Gmail? No. Mm. Okay. Or you can find me in your basement. There you go. That's your basement, TM. Not your basement, but I'm now making a company called Your Basement. Mm. If there's an actual company called Your Basement, please don't send me a cease and desist, okay? Let's look. You, you can click, make it I'm going to look. All right. Well, uh, before Bree's done looking for that, we're going to hit the stop recording button. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye.